Father, I want to thank you for the oracle of God in my mouth. The ability to speak under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and by the power of God. I ask that this rare privilege will be exhibited, demonstrated with such accuracy that you will take responsibility for the words because they will be yours. And I ask that you stretch forth your hand to confirm your word with signs and wonders, healing the sick, and repairing anything that has been damaged, and building the body. I give you all the thanks again. We worship you. We thank you, Holy Father. Thank you for being here, Holy Spirit. Thank you again, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. We're talking about the gift of God. Obviously, we know the ultimate gift is the Lord himself. Jesus is God's gift to us. Ultimate gift. And then the person of the Holy Spirit given to us of God. As a matter of fact, God sent Jesus to us, obviously, with the Holy Spirit because he was born of the Spirit. Then Jesus, our Lord, and God, our Father, sent the Holy Spirit to us. So we have Jesus as that gift of God. And then we have the Holy Spirit himself also as the gift of God. Then we have endowments of supernatural energies. Special, distinctive distribution a variety of supernatural endowments special gifts of the spirit given to us so I want to talk about The gift of the Spirit. When you read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, that deals with this subject. In the Amplified Version, you see everything I've said with these terminologies or words used we charismatic prefer to use the word anointing and it makes it very simple the bible also refers to the power of the holy spirit as the anointing in several places of scripture all through the old testament we see the smearing with oil or the pouring on of oil or the use of the oil in several ways i'm talking about the holy anointing oil used for sacred purposes to sanctify people for holy use because god had in mind endowment with power of the holy spirit 
to carry out divine service and his purpose so in the new testament we don't see the use of oil too many times because the real thing is here the real thing is the anointing of the holy spirit so the use of the oil which was actually a type or which was supplementary was very minimal to just use very few times well, james says that if somebody is sick anoint the person with oil the elders should pray for the person and the prayer of faith to heal the sick and then we saw that when jesus actually sent the disciples in the book of matthew the bible says that they anointed the sick and they healed them so a few times because the real thing is here so even if we don't pour oil on you you can still have an impartation of the holy spirit or the anointing directly i'm saying that you can still be anointed without oil and if we use the oil to it is not unscriptural okay of course over dependency on the oil i will make it suspect you that your oil is coming from somewhere especially if it is blue or green or yellow or red and when you begin to have all kind of oils promise and fill oil and the things then we begin to ask where you got those ones from because it's not in our bible so we need you more we beg we are just not sure where it's coming from so if we raise concerns it's not because we are attacking you or because we are not very spiritual enough we don't have revelation enough to know how by the art of spiritual apothecaries some oils can be compounded to do diverse things what we know is just the anointing just the power behind is the holy ghost amen hallelujah now about the spiritual gifts into brackets endowment the special endowments of supernatural energy brethren i do not want you to be misinformed he said i want you to know about anointing you must know the anointing and i love charismatic churches for this the number one thing in the charismatic church is the anointing number one that's our priority and i love it as a matter of fact the charismatic move is a new pentecostalism and it's all about the holy spirit because pentecostal move is about the baptism of the holy spirit that's the emphasis the baptism of the holy spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues or charismatism embraces all the restored truth you know every truth that was lost in the dark ages and god restored over uh, several centuries charismatics embrace all and by our very name we believe in the charismata and we are charismatic uh, we have the charisma and we have the charismata the grace and the gracelets and we believe another strength of the charismatic church is that is that of faith we believe that once it is once it is written once it is written
it is possible that charismatics would dare believe God for everything that is in scripture that with men it may be impossible but not with God for with God nothing shall be impossible Mary said how can this thing be he said the Holy Ghost that's our strength I don't want you to be misinformed I don't want you not to know you must know about the anointing now he calls it here special endowments of supernatural energy and that is what it is so I'll be talking about it in a moment energy energy that's what it is energy the anointing is the current that flows through God the power that flows through God delivered to the body or that flows in the body delivered down to us by the Holy Ghost but then that mystery of the flow of divine power takes different forms and shades and shapes and manifests in different ways so for some it's just the impetus and added speed for some it's just the inspiration for some it's revelatory for some it's mighty workings of power and then it can operate in many ways and in diverse ways in your life at different times as the need arises but then out of all these manifestations there are some that are just permanently at work as it were a specialty for some people which we have agreed that they are endowments or graces endowment of supernatural energy or gifts these are supernatural powers they are divine powers that give us the ability to do exactly what god can do so with the word of knowledge you can know exactly what god knows at any point in time by the gift of word of wisdom you can decipher puzzles you can see into the future and you can dissolve hard sentences and doubts you can solve problems with that powerful wisdom gracelet per time so jesus will use some few fish and love to feed many people and then with the wisdom of god engage supernatural rules rules that are beyond the natural but it's also an affront to the power of the devil it stops the devil as a matter of fact he said this time to follow another believer in my name they will cast out devils they will cast out demons they'll speak with new tongues they'll pick up serpents snakes it's an affront but, but this power it's not just supernatural it's divine so it's not like 
the devil's power is supernatural ours is also supernatural so we crash headlong and see who is stronger ours is divine ours is divine ours is just like god himself acting that's why every true apostle must understand that you can operate at the frequency of christ when you come under the anointing when you come under the anointing you can literally operate at the frequency of christ you can do the same And it is his good pleasure to give us a kingdom. All these things are for us. Amen. You know that when you were heathen, you were led off after idols that could not speak habitually as impulse directed and whenever the occasion might arise. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking under the power and influence of the holy spirit can ever say jesus be cursed and no one can really say jesus is my lord except by and under the power and the influence of the holy spirit though i don't intend to teach this way like verse by verse i've just summarized everything that would have been reading from verse 1 to verse 7 from the amplified version of the bible first corinthians 12 regarding how god's power operates but here he's saying that the anointing works in this way when a man comes under the influence or the power of the holy ghost he speaks but obviously nobody speaking under the inspiration of the holy spirit will call jesus accursed and nobody can truly say jesus is lord or confess jesus is lord or glorify jesus except by the holy spirit Honey, nobody can truly say that Lord, you are truly Lord. Nobody can truly say that in verity. Capture that so expressly and accurately except by the Spirit of the Lord Himself. And nobody also speaking by the Spirit of the Lord can go about contradicting God, cursing God, standing out of purpose of god or do things that are affront to the will of god but the point here is that the anointing the way it works is that you speak or act under the influence or the power of the holy spirit and that brings me to something i want to share with you atmospheres and realms 
you see spiritual things are like natural things it should have been the opposite i should have said natural things are like the spiritual things but now it's because we can see spiritual things but we can see the natural things so i'm trying to use the natural to explain the supernatural or the spiritual spiritual things are just like natural things in fact everything you see in the natural already exists in the spirit its original version exists in the spirit so the natural is a manifestation of the supernatural the natural is a reflection of the spiritual only that the spiritual is more intense because it is the spiritual that gave birth to the natural so if you want to understand spiritual phenomena it's easy to explain spiritual phenomena with natural things only that you must not be limited to the frailties and shallowness of natural but we can always use natural things to explain spiritual things so just as power is measurable we can tell how much current is flowing through this machine we can say this bulb is 40 watts this is 60 watts this is 100 watts just as power is measurable that's why you pay electricity bill or that's why you buy credit they are able to measure how much power so spiritual things also are there are different levels degrees intensities of god's power and god's glory there are actually weights like apostle john said the other time they give you medications according to your weight because it means everything your weight it means everything that's why the way the children it's not just for fun the way is not just to see how heavy the child is it means everything so there is wisdom jesus had wisdom but the bible says he increased in wisdom which means there are different levels As a matter of fact, what we are even considering right now, the Bible talks about the gift of prophecy or the prophesier being greater than the person who is speaking in tongues. This one is greater. He went on to say, covet earnestly the best gifts, which means that even among the gifts. So, even with the gifts he said some are better than the others and then he said covet earnestly the best gifts 
yet show are you a more excellent way then he said some of the gifts are excelling so even in christian conduct there are excellent virtues to approve of now paul said i don't want you to be ignorant of the anointing literally concerning the spiritual concerning the supernatural i don't want you to be misinformed i want you to know how the anointing operates honey the healing of the woman with the issue of blood let me be a little subjective here according to the bible jesus was actually very concerned about the leakage of power that's how come he came he was concerned that he has lost power you know it's only believers who don't know the importance of power politicians know that they cannot drive this nation in their direction according to their vision or manifesto if they don't first capture power businessmen know that money is powerful and they know there are a lot of things they cannot do if they don't have the money you cannot be aloof when power leaves you or power comes it goes and come anytime it likes and you don't care one day a demon will just give you a, a knock and that's you sitting down there paralyzed how because there's demonic power and there's power in the word of god so if you don't feed on the word why do you think the bible says be filled with the holy ghost for the fun of it because that's power you are full of power and jesus returned with power he went full of the holy ghost and returned with power and paul said i want you to care about the anointing and ladies and gentlemen our tradition as charismatics is we manage the anointing properly and one of the things people are not very familiar with is atmospheres because the anointing like every power has a radius ah it has a radius my popular example is out of coverage area when the mast is here the signals are strongest around the mast as you move away from the source of power it reduces you go to a place the influence of that power doesn't reach there it doesn't go there it doesn't reach there that's why sometimes they have to change the mast and bring a bigger one you are surprised your 5 kv generator is not able to power your air conditions you are surprised you turn the ac on and then the generator will begin to do finish it can't power it 
You know, people think that the things of the spirit are magic. Even magic writers a formula. Sweetheart, when the anointing is there, heavy, we build the anointing, the radius become wider. And everybody in that coverage gets his fair share of the anointing. Whatever the anointing does, if it heals, you get healed. If it inspires, Paul Amarando Satan, the guys who wrote the Bible, they just came under the hand of God and they said the exact thing that God said. And that word is eternally efficacious. It's the same as God said it. Same, because the same Holy Spirit. The one that God would have said through his mouth, it will be by the Holy Spirit. And the one you are saying with your mouth, same Holy Spirit. So they have the same potency. So the level of influence will determine the level of inspiration and the level of revelation. Sometimes we see us in the mirror dimly. We have a blurred reflection of the glory of God as in a riddle or an enigma or parable. The thing is a parable. So you are seeing things, they are not clear. Because the light there, you are not flooded with light. The spirit of wisdom and revelation are anointing. You are not flooded with so much light. So you are seeing the things, but you are not seeing the details. So even the level of illumination, the level of revelation, is determined by the anointing. Can I say something to you? You see, Everybody know that there is vapor here. If we increase this AC properly, you see mist all over the We know that's how rains are made. So everybody here knows that there are molecules of water in this room right now. The more heat we are generating, the more water molecules we are putting into the air. And as evidence, once this hot air condenses, you see water. That is how it is. The anointing is in the air. And everybody is feeling that air so the singer feels it. The guys leading prayer feels it. We are all praying. We are all releasing energies. Even the power of intent. Purpose. You know feelings have presence. You don't know that. Sometimes you get to a, a meeting and you see the place is tense. Emotions have presence. So all the goodwill, people's faith. Every evangelist knows when you get to a crusade ground. You know how much case is there without counting. Hello? If you're an evangelist and you go to a crusade ground and there are cancer patients, when you get to the meeting and there are cases, you, the man of God, you can tell. You literally can tell how heavy. Because sickness comes from the devil and you feel the demonic presence. There are some communities you go to 
You know that the scriptures are true. That people have been blinded by certain gods and some strongholds. You now understand why there is no church there. Because the demons there are they are anti-church demons. And you get to the place and you, you feel you feel the weight. So it's not just vacuum here. There's air here. Pregnant with water. That's how it is in the spirit. So you hear somebody say, when they meet you, and then I just felt something like this. And then that chronic headache left. I just felt something, and then that ulcer left. I just felt something, I just felt some, a chill or some warmth. And some, that's the anointing. And this same anointing can destroy marital yokes. It can break ancestral yokes. And you can receive visions, I mean, business ideas. What of knowledge? You're just seeing things. Sometimes you're in a meeting like this and you just know exactly what to do for the next five years. You know exactly where to relocate to. You know exactly what to do. Hallelujah. The anointing is supernatural energy. Honey, you know how people prophesy? Actually, Prophesying may come in different ways, but typically, we're talking about speaking extemporaneously, speaking at the spur of the moment with ecstasy. You are caught up in a realm, and something is happening in your soul. Energies. It takes a lot of energy to minister the gifts of the spirit. Because what is flowing through you is supernatural energy. So, naturally, every man of God knows this. So now when you are tired, it's difficult to, you can teach, you can preach. But it's difficult to minister the spirit. That is why the ability to prophesy in itself is an endowment of supernatural energy. It's the grace, strength, and ability to say it. The seal, the fire, the speed, all those things happen with the anointing. I just wanted to draw your attention to how important the anointing is and how creating it is important and how keeping the unity of the spirit keep these supernatural energies flowing conditioning oh we call it air conditioner it conditions the air it's not just circulating the air the fun does that it conditions the air how we can condition a place create an atmosphere or a climate over time when we keep it over time it become a climate of the church it become a culture you walk to certain places 
even when service is not going on you just walk to the place and you feel the presence of God because of the deposits of several unctions and anointings your bed can be like that actually your room can be like that actually amen your room must be more anointed than actual mountains your room because that's where you live you should be more anointed and Jesus should feel free to come to your room as often as he wants yeah there are certain things that God does all by himself I've taught on this before there are certain things that God does through us or he uses us there are certain things that we do with the power of God because whilst the Holy Spirit is God he's been given to us and there are many references to that he's been given to us and it has pleased the Lord that the energies that flows from him will be at our disposal for use but also will become ours as a gift so that we can enjoy it it's given to us as a gift and as every man has received the gift let him minister the same as good stewards of the grace of God If any man speak, let him speak as the oracle of God. If any man do minister, let him minister as of the ability that Christ giveth, that God in all things might be glorified. Before then, he said, use hospitality. Use it. If you have the gift of hospitality, all of us are supposed to be hospitable. But if you have the, you have the gift, you know, love is the fruit of the Spirit, but I have love as a gift. You must know the gift you have because that's god gave it to you to enjoy he gave it to you to be a blessing to you to be a blessing to others in the body and you must learn how your anointing works the anointing itself will teach you how it works you must learn how your anointing works how your grace works and you must learn the environment in which your grace operates properly and you must create it what I learned from those who impacted me the most Jerry Savelle Jerry Savelle so he wrote about Ora Roberts Kenneth Hagen Jesse Duplantis and then another man of God and he said he learned this from Kenneth Hagen that when the man of God is going to preach He's in the car and he's going to minister. You don't talk to him unless he talks to you. In fact, Jesus said, when Jesus sent his apostles, he says, don't greet anybody on the way. And if somebody greets you, don't respond. Now, you can't do that when you're going to win souls. But every man of god especially every one person who is sensitive to the holy spirit understand that the way the prophetic anointing operates 
is. Every time you are distracted, you lose energy. You leak power every time. Now, when the woman with the issue of blood touched Jesus, power came out of Jesus and healed her anyway, but Jesus lost power. It's okay, that's the purpose, but I'm, I'm making a point. So you can't see me going to preach and shaking people. We'll jump at saying, hey, how? You day inside, shaking everybody around. No. When the anointing is dislodged, we can do that. We can do all the huggings. Hey, Charlie, I say, hey, maybe I'm call. Yeah, we day inside, how? What triggers your anointing? And what gives you peak performance? All athletes know this. Anybody who performs at any high level understands these things. The psychology of winning. You must create. Actually, it was said that from Friday till Ashimolo finished preaching on Sunday, if you have any bad news, you can't tell him. When he finished preaching on Sunday, then you can tell him. Oh, Papa, the old lady who has been coming to church, he has passed over. But I want you, don't do it immediately, finish preaching. You wait for anointing to settle. Don't misunderstand me. There are emergencies, something is happening to somebody, and then we need to get somebody to attend. To. Those kids are different. Amen. And usually we can also have some other people to help. Okay. Apostle John, do you know how my anointing works? Every new song for me is a new anointing. And every new anointing means a new song. That's number one. Number two, I need between 45 minutes to two hours. Something can extend to four hours. That's luxury. In God's presence, I don't have to pray. I don't have to read the Bible. I don't have to do anything. I just have to be quiet in God's presence. Alone. Then, as a prophet, songs trigger the anointing. But, those songs will trigger my anointing 90% of the time. It's not every time that I need a song. Sometimes I just need quietness to minister. Because prophets are sensitive to sound. And so it is either the right sound or no sound. But sometimes they need a quietness. Because the song can be a distraction. There's something called power nap. Every businessman knows this. Power nap. It's a sleep you have late afternoons. Between 20 to 45 minutes. It's like 8 hours sleep. And if you are going to minister, get a power nap. get a power nap 
even if it's 20 minutes it will refresh you sometimes I have to choose between the meal and the sleep because let's say you have, you have been doing a lot of things and then you have just two hours you know you have to prepare you know you have to sleep you know you have to eat sometimes you have to sacrifice one sometimes you need the food more than the sleep because you are running weak because there's no food in the stomach remember that sometimes a good meal can increase the anointing exponentially <laughs> now there are distinctive varieties and distribution of endowments gifts extraordinary powers distinguishing certain christians due to the power of divine grace operating in their souls by the holy spirit and they vary but the holy spirit remains the same have you realized that that prophet edward's anointing is different from mine When I tell people that I'm not a teacher, they say, oh, what are you talking about? You're a very good teacher. Which is true, I have the gift of teaching, but I don't have that as my office. When you listen to Pastor Edward, if you have the ear, you realize that this man is the teacher. By my very dominant grace, I'm not even allowed to teach. But every servant of God must teach or preach or both. Because there's really nothing to prophesy. All the prophecies of the Old Testament was pointed to one person who is Christ. Now he has come. So the only thing is just to explain him or preach him. As for prophecies about us and our food and clothes and buildings, those are mundane things. It's just for our comfort. So, preaching is prophesying in a way in the New Testament. But what I'm trying to say here is that by virtue of my office, my dominant gift is the prophetic. And that gift is an inspirational gift. Inspirational at the spur of the moment. So it's not premeditated. So it's not how you prepare your notes and you come no so sometimes i prepare messages three times because whatever message i prepare when i come and sit down in a meeting i'll receive fresh word if i want to teach then i'll have to use that to teach but i will study to know and i'll study to be able to explain so by my very gift i'm not supposed to keep breaking something down more and more that's for the teacher when you break something down, you keep breaking something down, it deviates from its true meaning. But it also explains it to the young ones. But my gift is just to drop it the way it is. Because when you go explaining what you should prophesy, very soon they will call you a liar. Because when you are prophesying something, you have no business explaining. That says the Lord, there's no explanation. Now, if you have the habit of explaining all your prophecies, very soon you get into a big trouble. We don't explain prophecy. 
Now, so by my very dominant gift, I'm limited. I can't stand and be explaining. Because the more I'm explaining it, the more I'm deviating from the anointing, the more I'm moving away from the mast. You feel it. At a certain point in my ministry, when I take the microphone for the first 20 minutes, a cloud will cover my face. I know there are people sitting, but I can't see. I just know there are people here, but I'm not, I can't see their faces. And the cloud will be there for 20 minutes and it will lift. Because the Holy Spirit told me that I should just keep it for 25 minutes. So my prophetic gift allows me to teach or preach within 25 minutes. Then I get back to my dominant grace. But because I have been pastoring, you have to learn how to teach people for one hour. Because you have to teach them. You must not teach or preach. Because you are a man of God, you have to teach or preach. That is why God gave some teachers. So that my speciality will be come and say what the Lord is saying. But by that, I don't mean that you have to go and say, uh, that says the Lord this, uh, you, your name is uh, Amma, your name is Ifia, your, your telephone number is this. Not necessarily that. But even if he's preaching, you are just saying the exact mind of God the way he wants you to say. If he's teaching, you stay in the confines of the explanations, even the examples that the Holy Ghost will give you. I'm not saying the teacher doesn't lean on the Holy Spirit for this. It's the same anointing that helps the teacher. But he has a greater liberty. In fact, when you have a gift, you have grace. So you have a greater liberty. What it means is that as a prophet, we can do a seven-hour meeting here. Seven hours. And I'll just be prophesying for seven hours. The teacher, somebody who's dominant gift, he doesn't have that liberty. He has a liberty only for a while. So he may prophesy, maybe just for a while, and the anointing will lift. I know Pastor Edward is an exception because Pastor Edward, though he's a teacher, he's also a prophet. Because the Lord told me that. So sometimes we have prophet teachers. See, the devil will die. Do you know that the devil is dead? But we are saying he will die again because there are different degrees of death. Yeah. Oh, it's not scriptural. Hey, we were delivered from so great a death. There are different levels of death. In fact, the Bible said that we are a saver of life unto some a saver of death. So who are we killing? Because we are killing the devil more. We are pushing deeper and deeper. In fact, the devil dreads our manifestation more than anything. Hallelujah. Anyway, next line. And there are distinctive varieties of service. Oh, look at it. Because somebody said, well, you're only talking about prophecy and things. What about us? Hospitality, ushering, taking care of people, administration. What about us? Look at it. It's part of it. People don't understand that a pastor's typical gift is administration. His dominant gift is administration. Ability to organize. 
train and model people without losing momentum. In fact, you lose energy more in an area that is not your grace or your gift. But you have more energy in the area of your grace and gift. Hallelujah. Variety of service and ministrations. I love that. I love that. Dr. George was saying something here the last time. Look, let me tell you something. And this is not a flattery, okay? This is not a flattery. Do you know that some people, the grace is on their words. When they talk to you, right? Hello. Last week I was ministering in a church and I was telling a woman that as a minister of comfort and uh, people will just, there's a grace and a gift on her life and people will just insist coming to listen to her everybody who has a problem want to come just to listen to her and that and i finished and the other man of god also said the same thing to her so there are people like that their words when they're talking to you hello yes it is and some people they, they are very present the whole being is a gift He's so meek. He's so humble. Betray some people, they're like toffee. When you see them, they're like toffee. Hello? And some people too, they are like a lion. When you are with them, you are not afraid of anything because you know nobody can mess around. That's their gift. You know that nobody will come, nobody will come to this house to fool around. You don't need police. He's enough. Hello, and sometimes when you have a father like that to his group, uh, you, you say, My father is enough for me. Hallelujah. Or my mother. Hallelujah. So, ministrations. But it is the same Lord who is served. Uh huh. Let's finish. There are distinctive variety of operations. Say, distinctive. Varieties of operation of working to accomplish things, but it is the same God who inspires and energizes them all in all. Yesterday, look at the global prayer. Come on, look at all the kind of the people who led a prayer. Look at everybody with his dimension and his grace. Hallelujah. The same God. Let's finish. Let's read it one go. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, the evidence, the spiritual illumination of the Spirit for good and profit. Amen. All right. Let's take this one in King James because King James is concise, easy to memorize, right? That's a poetic rhythm. So, yeah. King James. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. One go. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Wow. The wit today have added all to it. Oh, with all. Oh, assemble crying. With all. Hallelujah. The manifestation of the Spirit, according to the Bible, the way God is going to plant the new heavens and earth is through us. Is going to cover us with his Holy Spirit and put his word in our mouth, and then we'll create a new heavens and new earth. Amen. So 
I am believing God for some serious high level energies to create a new heaven and a new earth nation by nation city by city No, what I'm saying is that there are already many things that are happening in this convention. But I'm believing God that we'll be able to say some things eh, that will stand and will never end. There's a town actually. This is a true story. There's no snake in that town. How many of you have heard about that before? If you have heard that before, raise your hand. At the mouth of every two or three weeks, the matter is established. I've heard it before. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. How many of you know how come there's no snake in that town? Snake beat a boy in the town, and one man of God was provoked. And again, we don't have time to get into that how the anointing can be provoked anger is a provocation for anointing when you see some crazy thing in your family and you're angry declare anger is one excitement is the other when you get a big gift somebody blesses you get over excited wow you give me this you open your mouth and you say something the person's life changes forever A snake beat a boy in that town and a man of God swore there will be no snake in this. The anointing must be provoked. He said, give me venison to eat such as I love. And when he was happy, he said, collect he didn't give him money oh. he didn't give him money he just spoke hallelujah so when the atmosphere is created atmosphere is charged it's like you are pregnant and the baby is which has a full fully grown and has even dropped then you birth it hallelujah stretch your hand forward i want you to open your mouth And whatever is in your heart, say it. Maybe you want to thank God. Maybe you want to ask Him for a gift. Can we be on our feet? Speak in tongues, 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 speak in tongues. 
prophesy that your children will be the greatest human beings on earth. I want you to possess the gates. Possess something today. God said to Abraham that your seed will possess the gate of your enemies. Thank you, Jesus. 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 It was said that Somebody went through a whole town and never found liquor. He never found alcohol. And he was saying, what kind of town is this? That there is no alcohol in the whole land. And an old lady said, oh, are you the only stranger in this town? The reason why there's no alcohol in this town is because Charles Finney was here. And that's how many years after Charles Finney left that town? Hundred years after Charles Finney revival the power of conviction was still on the town to the point that nobody could sell alcohol today apostle Victor was teaching us on certain administrative structures if we're going to build a kind of church we are talking about if we don't have administration structures in place it will crumble and he said what is the point in building a house which your children cannot come and live in. After 100 years, how will Water Garden be like? Will it become like a Catholic church? Yes, thank you. What means ask this same question? He said, You are decriticizing another denomination. Do you know how your church will be after 100 years? Now, bishops in Birmingham, Methodist bishops, gather what these bishops, the only idea nice idea that can come out of their head a group of bishop is to present before the highest body of the Methodist church that they should start blessing gay marriages and lesbians somebody's anointing too has remained on a town that even common alcohol you can't even sell do you understand so what God wants to do with our life is beyond business as usual. Hello? Hello? Good. So we're going to believe God. I know some of you are already tired. 
from work. But the anointing is going to refresh you. Amen. See, the Bible says, covet earnestly the best gifts. If you have ever heard of any gift, and you say this gift is wow, that's what you must covet tonight. And when you ask it, God will give it to you. Amen. 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 That the kind of impact, Elsie, the kind of impact we will leave in the next 80, 100 years. This place will be like a paradise. America, look, look, some pilgrim, holy men of God went into that nation and took God into that country. It has become crabbishly. Everybody is going there. And though things are bad now, but the impact has been how many years? Over 200 years, America is still the promised land. So are we just going to walk over this place and go like that? Amen? Amen. When we leave UPS, this campus, this school, this college, this university must know that some people came here. And like Kojo prophesied rightly yesterday, we are taking every one thing in this East Legon enclave. Not even a hoof. Amen? Amen? This morning, I declare that before Sunday, we'll have our own property. We'll have our own property here. Before Sunday. Amen? Amen? Stretch your hand towards the altar. You're going to ask something. Open your heart and ask God something. Open your heart and ask God something. Asika shoes. That is somebody's export commodities. Open your mouth. You'll be translated. You'll be translated. You'll be translated. Finish kind of anointing. Wesley's kind of anointing, Charles Whitefield, John G. Lake. People of God have been talking about the anointing. You can't live here without anointing. Honey, you are prophesying it yourself, oh, you are prophesying it. The Bible says you will take deadly things, poisons, they will hurt you. The silver is mine, the gold is mine. There's a place God is taking you to. That's a place God is taking you to. That's a place God is taking us to.
Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Anyone at Acts receives. Everything has been waiting for your manifestation. Everything has been waiting for a manifestation. Tonight, the angel of the Lord must come to your house. Tonight, the full package, the full package, the full package, the Elijahs, the Elishas, the Phillips, the Stevens, the Boazes, the Davids. Until everything comes back to the church. Until the church owns everything again. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, you're going to mention your most favorite person, your best friend. If your daughter is your best friend, you're going to mention his name before the Lord. If your colleague, anybody who you consider as your best friend, without pretending, sincerely. You're going to mention his name before the Lord. The Bible says that, and God turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. You're going to take one friend. And for the next few minutes, that's your project. Your best friend has been married five years, no child. Seven years, no child. Twelve years, no child. Ah, 
What's that? And you don't care. Ah, she'll be very desperate. That's your best friend. He doesn't have a child. So your best friend is your project right now. And you're going to pray. You're going to ask something for him. If you think he's okay, he doesn't need anything physical, ask some spiritual things for him. And I'm not joking. If your daughter is your best friend, mention his name. If it's your uncle, it's, that's your best friend. The closest person to you that you call your friend. You're going to pray for him. And as you pray for him, something happens. Open your mouth. 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 And God turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. <laughs> Something is happening. What you like, pray it for your friend. Tell God, give it to him rather. Release 
He begat Archbishop Duncan Williams. Oye the post. That was how powerful his mantle is. But since then, we've never really had anybody like him. Tonight, 
God will raise the Elijahs. Elishas. When you go to Canaan land, you can't believe. Oyinepo said his universities they excelled globally in 17 competencies some of the competencies they even rated them with IMF and they were ahead of IMF they were ahead of IMF Pastor Chris's television was rated above CNN It says, it says, you are talking about Yale, Princeton. You are talking about Oxford, universities that have been there for long. They said they, they came out in 17 competencies, 17 different areas. Master, your capacity must increase tonight. What God wants to you don't understand why you are alive in this generation. Why you are not born in the yesteryears. It's because there's something bigger and better. You are not going to leave this service the same man. I'll say that again. You are not going to leave this service. I'm not saying the way you came. The same man. You are not going to be the same human being. When you walk out of this place tonight. You would have been metamorphosed. Metamorphosed. Hallelujah. Lift up your hand. I want you to see the mantle coming on you. Okay? Okay? Mother Teresa talking and rebuking presidents. And everybody, like a small boy, quiet and listening to her. Yeah. So, we are not just talking about miracle working. We are talking about every area of competence. We are talking about that, every kind of grace. Open your mouth and tell the Lord, I receive it, I receive it, I receive it, I take it. Open your mouth, open your mouth, still, still talk to the Lord. We're almost there. Some of you raise the dead. The Lord just showed me that.
Yeah, actually see the Lord anointing your feet. Yeah. All of you in this area, I saw I saw somebody rubbing something on your feet. I saw an angel of the Lord, a man walking this way. And all of you here, I saw he was anointing your feet. Shod your feet with brass. He's giving you dominion over all the earth. And I see a light that transcends the nations, that goes across the nations. And I see this angel here. I see this angel here. I see this angel here. I see this mantle here. explosion. I need ushers behind all these people here. The rest of you can see them. I need ushers, pastors and prayer orders to host. Every, one person standing behind it all. Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe Yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. Bodies are still being raised. Giants are still being slain. Oh God, we believe it, and yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. Second, 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 second. We are here for you. Come and do what you do. We are here for you. Come and do what you do. Set our hearts on you, Lord. Come and do what you do. 
I see a door opening before you. anointing you with oil with a sevenfold anointing sevenfold anointing there's power coming into your life there's power coming into your life there's power coming into Stephanie's life I see three mighty mantles coming three three men of God's mantle the three men of God's mantle coming heavily on her and, and people of God everything is changing in the next two three minutes and I'm sure I'm sure two minutes is heating even now. You are going to be a miracle worker. That is what God has called you as, as an apostle to break grounds, raise reason, to break grounds and, and break dominion of strongholds of Satan over lands. Miracles worker. You have a prophetic anointing. And this is an anointing that delivers Allah. That allows from death. That 
raises people from the dead. That cancel is death. Bring her, bring her, bring her. I wanted to you to lay hands on the people that I'm laying hands on presently, and then the rest can hold the other people as I finish with them. Allah, her, Allah. Her. Bring bring her. Yeah, Michael, just keep the strings like that for me. Just keep it. Allah, Allah. Bring it. Gentlemen, go back. There is an automatic mantle of wealth that has been transferred to you and your brother. And I see $2 million transferred. Raise it. 